now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Let's jump straight in. Tech Guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device. Keeping you updated and educated, this is the Tech Guide Podcast. Knowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. Tech Guide. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide, episode 211. Hello and welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech news and reviews. Thanks for listening. And thanks for downloading. And for all you first-time listeners, we're glad you found us and welcome aboard. On this week's show, Instagram launches Stories, a feature that's identical to Snapchat. Nearly a billion Android users exposed to a security risk. And we take a look at the new Samsung Galaxy Note 7 smartphone and chat to Samsung Australia Vice President Phil Newton. In the Tech Guy reviews, we take a look at the D-Link ultra-wide security camera and the new range of Epson's 4K enhanced projectors. And we'll finish things off with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand, and Norton, the company that helped keep you and your family safe online. Lots to chat about, so let's jump straight in. Well, it was just this week that we saw a little announcement from Instagram. And they launched a brand new feature that they called Stories. Now, what this allows you to do is to take shoot video and pictures and share them directly into the app and create a little timeline that lasts about 24 hours. So then when your friends who, uh, who follow you on Instagram, they can see at the top of the screen this new section where if they, they tap on your icon, they'll see the story that you've collated over the past 24 hours. So you might have shot a little 10-second video. You might have shot, you might have just taken a photo. The video and photos are, can be displayed for a maximum of 10 seconds. So the, what happens is this all gathers together into a storyline that your followers can view for 24 hours. In 24 hours, it disappears. Now, that sounds like a great idea problem is it's not an entirely original one. Snapchat has had these stories feature for quite some time and many are calling this a direct ripoff of Samsung's feature. Now a little bit of background here. Snapchat has been has been performing really well in the last few years. It's got about 150 million daily active users. Now a few years ago Facebook made an offer to buy Snapchat. I think they offered them at more than three billion U.S. dollars, Snapchat turned that offer down. Many were surprised, and they've gone on to 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 achieve bigger and better things. Now, Facebook has, which is the owner of Instagram, has turned around and rather than adopting the the more commonly the more common procedure where rather than build it, you buy it. In this case, they tried to buy Snapchat, but Snapchat turned them down. What Facebook has turned around and done has looked at the, one of their best assets being Instagram and decided to, to rejig Instagram to be the direct competitor to Snapchat. 
So what we're facing now is direct competition now with Instagram basically offering the same type of sharing opportunity for users. Now, Snapchat is really popular with millennials, like teenagers and the people in their early 20s. Instagram is hugely popular, not very popular among older users. But what Instagram presents here is an entryway into this type of social media sharing. So many people who may be a little bit confused by Snapchat, were not on Snapchat to begin with, who have, who've now got access to Instagram stories, can now produce similar content that they would find on Snapchat anyway. So this is creating a whole new type of user and, and bringing Instagram users, there are, there are more than 300 million Instagram users, now turning them into Instagram story creators. So what does this mean for Snapchat? Well, not a whole, not a whole lot. I think Snapchat is, is not going to go away anytime soon. But it's interesting to note the similarities with the, the length of time that a video can be displayed and a picture like the 10-second mark and the 24-hour timeline. And it, it's going to be interesting to see what companies, celebrities are doing. A lot of celebrities on Instagram, a lot of celebrities on Snapchat which one do they choose? Do they choose both? Do the companies choose both? Do they treat it as two separate TV channels? Do they do they continue to maintain both of their streams or choose one? This we don't know. It's only early days. Instagram Stories was only launched a few days ago. But where it's going to go uh, is anyone's guess. My, my guess is that millennials will stick solid, will stick loyal to Snapchat. That's been their their arena for quite some time. Their friends are on there. That's where they can be found. That's where their stories can be found. That's where all the sharing is done. Yeah, they do share pictures on Instagram, but not the type of sharing that they normally reserve for Snapchat. So are they going to switch? Are they going to stay with Snapchat? It's really interesting times, and only time will tell who's the winner and, and who the loser, if there actually is one, is going to be. Instagram Stories is now rolling out globally for iOS users as well as for Android users and can both survive. Uh, are you sticking with one? Are you sticking with Snapchat? Have you switched over to Instagram Stories? We'd love to hear from you if you want to send us a tweet at Stephen Fennick and that's spelt with a PH. So I'd love to hear from you to hear your thoughts, uh, whether you are a new Instagram Stories fan or you're sticking solid with Snapchat. If you want to read more about that story, you can find it at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. Now, here's a worrying story that just emerged earlier this week. And it's about a vulnerability for a the Qualcomm latest chipset. This vulnerability, there's four of them, as a matter of fact, the four vulnerabilities. And being four, they've dubbed it the Quad Router Threat. And it was revealed at the DEFCON Security Conference in Las Vegas. That's an annual conference where hackers and people get together to identify vulnerabilities, work together to try to fix them. Well, the one they've uncovered at the latest conference, this quad router, uh, uh, this this quad router threat, ha- will actually affect more than 900 million Android devices worldwide. And the vulnerabilities through the chipset means that not only can hackers take control of Android devices, but they'll also be able to access your personal data as well. Now, that's ringing alarm bells for me and for many people who are using Android around the world, including the 10,000 in Australia. Sorry, not 10,000. What am I saying? 10 million people here in Australia 
are using uh, are Android users, and we're not talking Android devices from two years ago. We're talking the latest and greatest products from Samsung, HTC, LG, Sony, and Motorola, the Galaxy S7, S7 Edge, the HTC One M9, the HTC 10. These these are devices that were released this year. Now. These are the chipsets in question, and Android are saying that there will be a security release in September. That's a whole month away. But it's possible that some of the manufacturers, so the individual manufacturers like your Samsungs and HTCs and LGs and Sonys, may roll out the update to their devices sooner rather than later to help get around this. So the big question is, how can you find out if you're at risk? And if you are, what do you do? Well, Checkpoint, which is a mobile threat research team, has created a quad router scanner that allows users to analyze their phones by downloading an app. So this quad router scanner app, once installed on your device, can tell you whether you're actually at risk and tell you what's happening with your device. Some other tips that Checkpoint have shared, they recommend that you download and install the latest Android updates you also avoid side-loading Android apps. Here, the, that's, that's the procedure where you install an app with an APK file rather than from the Play Store. That is dangerous, dangerous uh, action right there. Don't, don't side-load anything. That could contain any kind of malware, any kind of threat if you're going to do that. So avoid doing that for sure. And be sure to read the permissions of any app you install. Look at look at the list of things that the app requires. So be wary if it's looking for unusual or unnecessary use of large amounts of data, if it impacts your battery life. These are things that should be ringing alarm bells. And also always use trusted Wi-Fi networks, especially if you're traveling. We spoke about this a few a few weeks ago with these open networks in airports and cafes and places like that where the, this can your data can easily be snooped by a hacker who might happen to be on the same network. So are you an Android user yourself? Uh, this is something to really keep an eye out for. This is an alarming issue here, so best to stay safe, stay vigilant. And what I've done, I've created a link to, to that uh, checkpoint app, the quad root scanner, so you can download it onto your Android device and check to see if you are at risk. Best to do, Best thing to do, Get over, check check it right away. If you are at risk, you can do something about it. If not, you've got some peace of mind anyway. You want to read more about that story, you'll be able to find it at techguide.com.au. Well, we are still here in New York where Samsung launched its Galaxy Note 7 smartphone. And I have to say, an impressive product top to bottom. Now, this is a device that has loads of new features. We'll go through them in a minute. We're also going to talk to, in a sec, uh, Phil Newton, the uh, Samsung Australia Vice President. Uh, But first of all, the device itself. Now, there was a launch here at the Hammersmith Ballroom uh, in New York on uh, West 34th Street, to be precise, for anyone who's familiar with New York. And it was uh, quite quite a grand affair. They had this uh, incredible presentation where not only did they use the screens and the side walls, but also the floor where the presenter was standing to to uh, illuminate uh, the, the different screens and give you a feel for this new device. Now, the Galaxy Note 7, it's a 5.7-inch screen, and it has, uh, as every other note before it has, the S Pen. Now, this allows you to write on the screen, draw on the screen, but uh, paint on the screen. You can mix colors and things like that as well. 
But the S Pen doesn't stop there. It also allows you to do things like magnify parts of the screen. It even has a translate function. So if you want to, if you're reading a foreign menu, for example, you might be able to take a photo of it, hover the pen over the words you don't understand. Uh, if in the settings you want to see what, what language, say you might want to go from, say, Spanish to English, and once you hover the pen over these words, it will translate it in real time right there in front of you. Now, apart from the design, which you, which is stunning, it, it's really eye-catching, the, the symmetrical design, so it's got a slight curved edges to the, each side of the screen, not quite as, de, as defined as the, S, the S7 Edge, yet more, but more curved than the S7. So it's a bit of a, it's a best of both worlds scenario there where the screen is slightly curved, but not as curved as the Edge Plus. Uh, the back panel has the same symmetrical look to it. So it's the same curve on the back panel as well. So it sits in your hand really comfortably. The other striking feature is a security feature that uses an iris scanner. So basically what that means is that you can unlock this device just by looking at it. The iris scanner is yet another level of security. It can be set up as you're setting up the phone and, and putting on all your preferences and all, all your, your passwords and your fingerprint scanners. You can set this thing to unlock when it reads your iris. So it's look like retina scanning, James Bond type stuff on the move. So there's, it, it, it is a great way to unlock the device. It takes about a, a second and a half. I was watching them demonstrate it uh, during during the launch. And I've got to say, very impressive and really interesting new technology that's been brought forward in a smartphone. I think that's really impressive. Uh, the device itself, uh, you can do things like write on the lock screen. Uh, so And you can even pin that note on the lock screen. So say you set yourself a reminder, you know, buy milk or buy the wife flowers. You can pin that to the always on display so that note you've written for yourself is always going to be there it's never going to go away one other thing we should mention the device is also waterproof the first note device to be waterproof not only the phone but also the s pen is waterproof as well it can even write on the screen underwater the screen with the s pen will still work submerged and we've got a video on our Tech Guide story to show you that. We had a hands-on look at the device as well, so that's on that hands-on story. But the features just keep coming and coming for this new device. I quite like the size. I quite like the power. Now, there's an octa-core processor on board. Uh, there is 4 gig of RAM. There's 64 gig of storage. And if you pre-order now before the August 19 release date through all the telcos, and I'll put the plans as well, the plan pricing on Tech Guide as well, if you pre-order now, you'll receive as a bonus a 256 gigabyte micro SD card. So just think of it. You've got a 256 gig micro SD card, 64 gig on board. That's more than 320 gigabytes of storage right there in your hand and it will suit your your worker your your mobile professional your uh, productivity uh, people who want to stay productive on the go but it will also it just as equally suit a consumer who who wants to view their videos on the move or or, or play games on the go because it's quite a powerful device so i think the previous notes was kind of slanted more towards the the corporate side i think this though is pretty even pretty evenly split between the corporate user as well as the your your customer who enjoys content on the move as well the 5.7 inch device 
I have to say, impressive product. There is that added level of security with your iris scan. There's also a secure folder, so you can actually have a, a folder with your really sensitive information that's secured within the device, can only be unlocked by your iris scan or your fingerprint. So within a product, you can have a folder, say you hand off your phone to a friend or your child, none of them can get in this folder unless you do your scan uh, to get into that particular folder, which I think is a, a pretty neat new feature. There are also a range of accessories as well, including the S-View standing cover. So what that means, you can not only provide protection for the product, but it can also double up as a stand, so it puts it at a 60-degree angle. So if you're on a plane or on your desk, you can angle the device so you can watch your videos on the move or whatever content you want to uh, you want to view there. It's going to be priced at $1,349. It is available on plans through all the telcos, so Telstra, Optus, Vodafone, and Virgin Mobile. Also available through JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, and Samsung retail stores as well. Now, quickly before we talk to uh, Phil Newton from Samsung, Samsung Australia's Vice President, I should note, uh, add that they've also released a new Gear VR headset that's compatible with the USB-C port that you're going to find on the Samsung device as well. This is the first Samsung smartphone, but certainly not the last Samsung smartphone that's going to have that USB-C connectivity. Now, as I said, we did sit down with Phil Newton, Samsung Australia's Vice President, to talk about the product uh, soon after the launch, and here's what he had to say earlier. Well, hi, Phil. Thanks for joining me. We're, we're here in downtown New York for the launch of the the Galaxy Note 7. Indeed um, we are. This is, uh, I've got to say, I've, we've had a look at the device, and it's, it's, I've got to say, it's very impressive, and this would have to be probably one of the most impressive devices Samsung's produced. Yeah, look, we're very proud of it, Steve. The, the, um, 2016's really been a watershed year for us at Samsung and Mobility. The, the, with the launch of the Galaxy S7 back in March, uh, it's been a, a record product for us. We've sold more S7s than we have any other mobile in, in history. We've got um, greater market share as well in Australia, so we're very, very proud of it. And the Note 7 that you, you've seen today for the first time really takes it to that next level. It's, it's the power user's product. It, it has everything the S7 has, plus some mm-hmm. uh, slightly larger screen, as you would have seen. The additional uh, memory capacity, so it comes standard with 64 gig on board, but you can expand it now up to 256 gigabytes, which is something you couldn't do yeah. on the Note 5. Um, as you would know, also Samsung has already released a 256 gigabyte yeah. card, micro SD card, just for this product. So yeah. uh, we're very, very happy with that. It comes with an iris scanner now, so there's an yeah. additional infrared. Um, detector in the camera. So a lot of firsts for this. I was going to mention this. So the iris scanner yep. is basically... So you've got your fingerprint scanner. Yep. You've got your password. You your do. pattern. Correct. Now you can uh, unlock this with your eyes. That, that's exactly right. So you still need to have your, your password. You still yes. need to have your four-digit yep. passcode to get in. Yep. But you, once you set up the, the iris scanner, it is by far and away the quickest and most secure way to access the product. It's fractions of a second to recognise you, which is great. In terms of unlocking the screen, not having to do anything other than show your eyes, it's fantastic. Well, there's some other firsts as well. We've got a dual-edge screen now. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's kind of a combination of the S7 Edge and the straight S7. So what, what, best of both worlds, would yeah, you say, that's it. In fact, that's exactly <laughs> what I'd say, Steve. Funny you should say that. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it is. It, it, but the, 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 Note, the Note 7 is a slightly thinner phone in terms of width of the screen. Yep. Um, 
simply because you want to be able to use the phone uh, with one hand, yeah. and you can certainly do that with, with the Note 7. And that's, the, the curve on the screen is less than the curve on the screen on the, on the Galaxy S7 Edge, um, which means it's, it's just more simple to use. But the beauty of it is it's a dual edge, so the back cover... The glass on the back cover is identical yeah. and symmetrical with the front cover. Right. And in the hand, it just feels super, super yeah. nice. The the, um, the balance as well is just perfect. It doesn't feel heavy, although yeah. it's, it's a very robust phone. The center of gravity yeah. is in towards the middle of the phone. It just feel, it feels quality. And, of course, it would it be a note device without the S Pen? Absolutely right. So the S Pen is... And I should, I should note, too, that... To get that, I should note. To hear what I yeah, said. Yeah, very good. <laughs> the this, this device is um, waterproof too. Waterproof. Yeah, it is. Dustproof, including the S Pen as well. Yep, that's exactly right. So there's a, there's a whole bunch of firsts. So uh, obviously the S Pen is is a critical function of yeah. uh, a Note product. Uh, more and more of our users of Note uh, are using the S Pen. But the, the beauty of the S Pen now is you can write on a on a screen which yep. is. Uh, in, still in sleep mode you yeah. just pop the pen out and away you go as you can see there yeah. um, and you can create GIFs with it yep uh, you can also I quite like the feature though with the lock screen note yes is now now with the always on display you can make a lock screen note that's visible that's right so if you've got a, like a shopping list or a reminder exactly and that's exactly why it was created so, so this could potentially save your marriage you mean if you, if you remember to buy the milk on the <laughs> way home assuming you remember to actually go and do it but yeah, yeah that's right uh, and it's you're right so it's IP68 which means yeah. it, it's dust and water resistant yep. so uh, essentially you could use it underwater for 30 minutes up to a depth of a metre. And I noticed, too, a little USB-C port there. Indeed. I was, so that's I a was, point of difference from the S7. It, it is. And, and one of the real benefits of the USB-C, uh, which is USB 3.1, by the way, yeah. is that it, it is uh, up to 10 gigabits per second in speed. Yeah. So you can attach storage. For example, a new T3 uh, external SSD, uh-huh. up to 2 terabytes. You can access up to 10 gigabits per second. So you can carry an entire movie collection. Yeah. Uh, with you as you go and stream it straight straight to the screen. The screen is all HDR compliant. Okay. So moving forward in the future, you're future proofed in terms of the screen technology. It's a QHD screen, same as you saw on the on sure. the S7. Let, let's talk user. Who's who's the who's your ideal customer now? To me, this would be attractive to not just your power user, but your your prosumer. So your consumer Correct. who likes entertainment on the go. Would that be right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So it, it's the best of both worlds if you like. If you want. Uh, the ultimate in smartphone technology this is it this is the absolute apex of everything we've done in a, in yeah. a mobile phone it takes the best features that we've we've had over the last decade or so on our mobile phones and creates one single unit which does it all so the ability to create to curate to entertain to consume you can do it all on this product so essentially this could be your mobile office yeah and it's in a very sexy yeah a uh, little I know people are going to ask me, last year's model was the Note 5. Yep. This year's model is the Note 7. You're doing a bit of a Microsoft here, going from, they went from 8 to 10. You guys are now going from 5 to 7. I can kind of see why. Yeah, okay. So, so if you it's a, it's can a really, give us the official line. Yeah, look, it's a very good point, and it's, and it's a pretty good story too. So we, we've seen 2016 really as our watershed year for mobile yeah. phones. So the, the, the creation of the, the S7 it really launched the Galaxy 7 range of products. Mm-hmm. 
we wanted to ensure that the Note product this year, instead of being a Note 6, it fell in line with the other products of similar nature and status. Mm -hmm. And we we had one numbering system moving forward. So um, we decided to, to skip Note 6 and go straight to Note 7. So you've got you've got synchronicity across all the product portfolio yeah. this year. Just uh, just just on the early releases of the S7, you mentioned it was being the most successful yeah. ever. Yep. How, how many have have you kind of poached iPhone users into those numbers? Do you think how many customers in your in your experience have you known have come across from using an iPhone? So look, I think. It, it, we haven't specifically targeted iPhone users. We, we, what we've done is break the market down in, into its individual segments, and there are yeah. numerous segments. What we've tried to do with the product this year, uh, be it the S7, the S7 Edge, or, or the Note 7 for that matter, is target specifically the users and the way they, they operate their product and the way they use their product um, to try and address those needs. Yeah. The, the, the addition of Smart Switch, which is something we have on, on, on the new platform from the S7, uh, we've had it for, for years, but yeah. in the S7 iteration, Smart Switch is so simple to use. Um, you can download if you've got a folder on iCloud or your iTunes. You can simply put in your password. It'll collate it all and bring it down onto the phone. We've got iMessenger services now that you can move across. It's just because that's a fear. I think of the iPhone users have. Well, what what do I do with my message? What do I do with all my content? Absolutely. So now you don't have to worry. The 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 fear of of switching is no longer there. Obviously, if you're used to one platform, you get used to it. But the being able to change now to a, a superior device is possible. Yeah, so you sort of cut the friction points now for, yeah. to make the change. And, and the functionality, once you've moved across to this product, and, and it, again, it's not just, uh, it's every competitor, it's not just one. Yep. We want to make a phone that people want to use. So a lot of work has been done into understanding the consumers, how they use the product, what they use it for, where they use it, how they use it, and, and why they use it. And then we've tried to address each of those needs. So this is uh, going to be released in Australia August 19. That's right. Across all operators. Yep. And Pre-order uh, it if you want to get it on day one, is that right? Yeah, so the, the pre-order starts on the 5th of August and, and finishes and concludes on the 19th of August. And if you pre-order, it'll come with a free 256 gigabyte micro SD card valued wow. at $399 free of charge. Brilliant. So get in early. Absolutely. Phil, thanks for your time. You're welcome. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And they're introducing the Arlo Q. This is an AC-powered 1080p high-definition camera with audio and enhanced night vision that lets you see and hear in perfect detail. Arlo Q is designed to deliver the best experience indoors. It comes with a two-way audio so you can listen and talk back and forth. That means you can pop in to see how things are going at home while you're out or on the other side of the world. You can also set motion alerts, let you know if anything moves, and you can use seven days of free cloud encodings to store a video record of all those events online. With Arlo, you've got every angle covered. For more information, visit arlo.com forward slash au. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennett. First up, we're going to be talking about a new product from D-Link. D 
D-Link uh, make all kinds of modems and routers and other smart home products. Well, one of their latest is the new DSC960L. Now, this is a security camera, but with a difference. It's called the Wide Eye HD. It's got a 180-degree field of view. So if you put it against a wall, it can see either side of the wall in the same picture. So that's 180-degree degree field of vision. So there's no, there's no worrying about where you have to place this in the room to get the best coverage. Do you place it in the corner? Do you place it out in the open? Uh, this can go anywhere, and you're not going to miss a thing thanks to that wide angle. And what's included on board the device is this de-warping technology. So rather than it being a, a, a fisheye warped view, this new technology actually sets the video clearly so you can view it without distortion, whether you're viewing it through your computer, through your tablet, or through your smartphone using the D-Link app as well. Now, of course, the, the camera offers motion and sound detection, can send you push notifications if it hears or sees anything. Uh, it's got AC Wi-Fi on board, so it's really easy to set up. It's really quick and reliable. So whether you're setting it up for your home or for your office, it's got, of course, night vision, so it can automatically switch from day to night vision, and can you can configure the product, as I said, to, to detect motion in cert, within a certain area, maybe in like an entranceway, a window, or a passage, a corridor. That's up to you. Uh, you can also set the cameras to detect sound at a certain volume level. So you don't want it to give you all these notifications if someone's just like dropped a pencil or something like that. You want it to be actually quite loud for you to get that notification. Now, this product is part of the company's family of devices, the MyD-Link-enabled cameras and devices that can easily be accessed remotely through the smartphone app, through your computer, or through a tablet, through that MyD-Link app, or the MyD-Link online portal, the browser-based portal that you, if you're viewing on a computer. Now, there's also a 16-gig microSD card on board, which means that rather than you having to go up into the cloud to retrieve your to retrieve any kind of recordings, having that micro SD card means all the recordings are kept locally on the camera. So it's it's a, a one stop for you to retrieve your videos rather than having to pay a subscription to keep your cloud account going for three hundred and sixty five days a year. The my the D Link Wide Eye HD one hundred and eighty degree panoramic camera. Uh, there's pictures on Tech Guide. You can see that de-warping technology I spoke about. It shoots HD 720p quality video. Uh, it's got that wireless AC, as I mentioned, the night vision. All there, it's priced at $349.95. And if you want to check it out, you can do that at techguide.com.au. Now, next up, we are chatting about projectors and the new Epson range of projectors. They've got their new range, which what they call, included is what they call 4K enhancement. Now, it isn't a 4K projector, but does offer 4K enhancement. Now, a 4K projector would have the full resolution of 4K, which would be 3840 by 2160, and projecting that many pixels, you can be assured that the price tag will be in excess of $10,000 quite easily. Well, what, what Epson have done is approached it from a different angle. And with this 4K enhancement, they, there are more pixels than HD quality, but not quite as many as 4K. 
Now, being able to keep those pixels, the number of pixels reduced from the full 4K native uh, resolution allows them to price these projectors quite reasonably. In fact, the top-of-the-line projector, the TW9300W, W standing for wireless, there is wireless connectivity to get your source wirelessly to the projector, that's priced at $4,999. And they range down to $2,649. And they all offer this 4K enhancement. Now, how does this 4K enhancement works? Well, here's how I understand it. When you 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 can watch 4K content through this. So, if you've got a 4K, you've bought a 4K Blu-ray player, or you've got 4K content streaming in this, and, and if you've got all your cables all set up, this can handle the signal. It's all it's all HDCP 2.2 compliant as well. Now. Remember I said it doesn't have the full gamut of the pixels, of the full 4K resolution pixels. What it does have is this the 4K enhancement, which actually shifts each pixel half a length diagonally. So what happens? The pixel can appear to be two places at once, a little bit like the, D, the interlacing of uh, 1080i years ago. So the pixel shifts diagonally and can appear to be in more than one place at the same time. So you're getting this interlace this interlaced look with it by, but still maintaining a pretty smooth image and may, giving you what appears to be 4K resolution. It, it, it's uh, even if you're watching a Blu-ray, so you've got full HD, it can upscale it to this 4K enhancement level as well so you can actually notice the difference. All these projectors too have HDR, that's high dynamic range, so you can play the latest 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray disc which are all HDR enabled and you can upscale that full HD content as I mentioned. The the contrast ratio, they're saying it's a 1 million to 1 uh, through its 16-piece glass lens. Now, colours uh, are pretty nice through the three LCD panels. They produce uh, high white and colour light output of, of 2,500 lumens. Now, the good thing, too, about the Epson projectors is they're really easy to install, and that's because they've got a lot of motorised optics. So you can, you've got a 2.1 times optical zoom, powered focus, horizontal lens shift, so you can get the picture exactly where you need it. Now, with the, what, those W editions I mentioned, that's got WIHD transmitters on board. That can actually transmit wirelessly 4K HD quality content wirelessly. There's also a range of, there's a mid-range, there's a higher the high range. I've put all the pricing there on Tech Guide. Lamp life is listed by Epson. If you watch a movie every day, the lamp will last up to seven years. So that, that's pretty good lamp life there. Uh, no no, no uh, pricing on the lamp replacement. I can't imagine it to be more than a few hundred dollars. But for seven years, you've got seven years to save up and pay for that anyway. You want to read about the full range of Epson projectors with 4K enhancement? You can find them at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. Now, it's, it's pretty common knowledge that there's a lot of valuable stuff on our computers. We've got our photos, videos, and important documents. Now, how would you feel, though, if all those documents were suddenly gone, encrypted, and impossible to retrieve? Well, that right there is called ransomware. That's a malware that locks you out of your own files and then demands that you pay up or lose access to them forever. 
Well, that is on the rise in Australia, unfortunately. And Australia, in fact, is the now the most targeted country for ransomware attacks in the Southern Hemisphere. Norton Security Premium is a powerful internet security solution that can help keep you safe from ransomware by identifying and warning you against those dodgy files before you click and backing up files from your PC to the cloud so you'll always have a copy if anything goes astray. To learn more about how to protect your online life, visit au.norton.com. Now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Our Tech Guide help desk today is all about Windows 10. Now, we uh, spoke the other day about the anniversary update of Windows 10. Well, it is here, and you it's been rolled out to customers around the world, and you can do it. You can update right now, and I'm going to tell you how to do it. Now, with the update, there are so many new features which I've gone through in the past. There's Windows Ink enhancements, Windows Hello for apps and websites, uh, improved Cortana functionality where you can talk to Cortana from the lock screen, ask things, ask questions, play music, set reminders, all without unlocking your device. There's also a Windows Store, which is now a one-stop shop for all your games, all your applications, and there's a tighter integration with Xbox, so you can actually buy the same games that can be played on multiple platforms. So, what do you need to do to install Windows 10 Anniversary Edition? Well, first of all, you need Windows 10 on your device. If you've got Windows 8.1, Windows 7, I'm afraid you're going to have to pay now. Your free period to update to Windows 10 has elapsed. You need to pay to get Windows 10. If you've already got Windows 10, you've got no problem. What you need to do is this. Step one, go to Settings, choose Updates and Security, and then choose Windows Update. Now, what it'll do, it'll go off and check if there's an update, and it, you'll see that the Anniversary Edition as Feature Update to Windows 10, the, the version you'll see is 1607. Click Update to uh, download that file and also install it. Once you've gone through the update, your, your machine will restart, and then you'll have access to those features that I spoke about. So many new features, too many to talk about right here, but that is a really easy way to update to Windows. I'll go through it really quickly once again. Go to Settings, then choose Updates and Security, and then choose Windows Update, and then it will go out and check for the updates and present to you the Anniversary Edition as the feature update to Windows 10 version 1.6. 07, and then it follows on from there. Click update to download and install, and you are away. It might take 20 minutes, 25 minutes, half an hour, depending on the speed of your machine, but you will, at the end of the process, have Windows 10 Anniversary Edition. If you want to read those instructions one by one, you can check them out at techguide.com.au. And that's our show for this week. Everything we've talked about on the show, uh, you can find that at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, feel free, p- please feel free to send us an email, info at techguide.com.au, or hit us up on Twitter, Stephen Fennick, at Stephen Fennick, and Stephen spelt with a PH. I'd love to hear from you. We also want to send a shout-out to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. It's been great having your company, and we look forward to you joining us again next week. But until then, stay safe and stay connected.